Hey, what's up? This is Ayush and this is the 16th episode of The Pod With No Name. Hello, all you depression sympathizers and people with open ears and open hearts. What's going on? You know, it's really funny to me because two weeks ago, we were a country of elephant lovers. This week, we are all listeners. Just talk to me. Tell me what's bothering you. I'm willing to listen even though I haven't spoken to you in two years. That's how good I am. (laughs) Some of you might be asking, why? Why is that? Why is he talking like that? Why is he so bitter all the time? Well, well, I'm bitter most of the times. But this time, unless you have been living under a rock or, you know, you don't give a fuck about social media. Which, by the way, you should not give a fuck about social media. Except for what I put out. You should listen to that shit. That's good shit. (laughs) Uh, A Bollywood actor, Sushant... Fuck. Sushant Singh Rajput hanged himself. You know? Offed himself. Killed himself. Whatever you want to call it. Suicide and stuff. And all of a sudden... All of a sudden, out of nowhere... Everyone is a fan. Everyone is a fan. Everyone is posting stuff about how his movies inspired them. How his story inspired them. Apparently, his love for physics is a big deal now. You know, people are posting, well, I guess I guess uh, Bollywood did not appreciate people who love physics. I'm like, what? What are you? <laughs> what are you on about? That's completely unrelated. Everyone is posting shit. And all I'm thinking here is like, the poor dude cannot even die in peace. You know, he's probably in heaven, hell, or wherever you go after you die. And he's just looking down and he's going, Guys, can you please leave me alone? I killed myself. Alright, I killed myself to get away from you. God, these people, I can hear you till here through the afterlife. Can you just let let me be, God damn it? Please. I can't kill myself after I killed myself. God damn <laughs> Uh, everyone has their own agenda, you know. I mean, just like every other issue in the world, everyone has their own agenda. Some people want to kill nepotism in the world. Some people, most most celebrities just want to post pictures and show that, you know, they just want to show that they were there. They knew, but they didn't do anything. So they're apologizing to a dead guy. Seriously? Seriously, they're posting captions like, I knew something was wrong. And I should have done something. Well, it's too late now, you fucking cunt. He's dead. <laughs> Why are you posting this on Instagram? Which, by the way, I never understood that. Never understood why someone would post that they should have done something after the thing has happened. You know, after a person kills himself and you're like, I should have done something. Well, you didn't do anything. You're a loser. What are you supposed? I'm supposed to feel sorry for you now? I'm supposed to feel sad for you when someone else killed himself because you didn't do anything. Like, do you still want attention? Is I don't know. Like, I know that's a knee-jerk reaction these days just to post the stuff what you're thinking. But you know, maybe maybe you should think. Maybe what is there between your eyes in your skull? Maybe you should use that before you post stuff. You know, not everything is about you. And I'll be honest, the people who are posting these pictures and videos and all these big testimonies on Instagram, they're they're not they're not his close friends, right? They're not his close friends. They are the same people. You know when you post status stories or status updates or photos, 
and your close friends don't comment on it but friends who haven't spoken to you in years they reply to it they're like hey how are you doing out of nowhere yeah these are those people people who just talk to you when you post a story right those are the same people who are posting shit since he's dead and you know i don't really want to talk about talk a lot about him because fucking rest let him, let him rest in peace or whatever what i want to talk about is depression all right and i'm going to do that in my own fucking way because i'm not going to sit here and play sad music in the background and just go you know guys i suffered from depression as well i did i did it was a terrible time and through with the help of my friends and my family i was able to get through it that's bullshit i'm not like that all right i'm just going to be try i'm just going to try to be funny and do stupid stuff while i'm telling the story all right because that's what i that's how i deal with emotions i'm a joy to be around <laughs> yeah but like whatever man he kill himself fucking rest in peace or whatever i don't even know what happens when you die all right <laughs> I, i just don't know what happens when you die so i can't even whatever man sad whatever but all of a sudden everyone is posting stuff like if you're suffering from depression you can come talk to me and my doors are always open my ears are always open and it's just it just baffles me how people don't really understand what depression is all right and i know i talk about a lot of shit uh, in this podcast and stuff uh, shit i have no idea about shit i have no authority about and i just make jokes about them and let's be honest it's pretty funny most of the times at least 60% of the times 50 40 let's say 50 all right let's say 50 50.1 i just more than half more than half of my jokes are funny <laughs> that's what i do i am uh, sitting alone in my room with a mic in front of me i'm still negotiating how funny my jokes are with no one especially essentially anyway yeah it just baffles me how people don't really know what depression is you really think talking will solve it you you really think that someone who's thinking of killing himself once he talks to you he'll be like oh holy shit i'm st- i was so stupid i should have just talked to this particular genius right here he really talked me out of killing myself yeah yeah, yeah it's just words are magic you know it's just words are magic all the depressed people should talk to this guy because he has something in his voice that just makes you not want to kill yourself you know <laughs> anyway yeah let me let i i, I just want to talk about you know my story uh story is it a story it's experience my experience with depression and uh, you know how you feel of how how depression feels essentially and how i manage it you know basic stuff which no one is talking about everyone everyone wants to post sentimental shit right so yeah this will be completely unsentimental oh uh, well we'll be we, we're going to be talking about feelings all right we're going to be talking about feelings a lot and i just want to tell you how i felt during that period in my life and uh, it's to a certain extent today because it's a disease that doesn't go away or uh, whatever sorry there's going to be a lot of that because that's how i deal with emotions all right <laughs> so all the best guys all the best uh 
anyway so yeah i was diagnosed with major depressive disorder which is also known as clinical depression when i was 17 years old i know i know you guys must be like oh my god i never thought that's behind that smile such an evil was hiding a lot of people say that about a lot of good looking people who get depressed not saying that i'm good looking i'm all average but that just makes me feel like uh, people think it's okay if you're depressed if you're ugly right <laughs> If you're ugly, depression is justified. You know, <laughs> if you have a shitty smile, if you have two or three broken teeth in front of you, you know, maybe maybe I'll assume that you have depression. You know, depression is certainly hiding behind that smile. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, just if you if you do get depression, just make sure that you're good looking and have a good smile. That's all I'm saying. Go to a dentist, get your teeth fixed, whatever. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get to the point. All right, so I was diagnosed with depression when I was 17 years old, but I kind of knew that I had it to a certain extent when I was 15 because, you know, general low mood and stuff. Uh, and as soon as I was diagnosed, as soon as the psychiatrist told me that I have depression, my first reaction was, yes, <laughs> I can be an artist now. <laughs> A part of me was like that, uh, but it was mostly because I started playing guitar at 15 years old and all the fa- all my favorite artists were, you know, depressed. <laughs> they had either a shitty childhood or they were depressed or they had something, some of this weird thing that really pushed, that really amplified their art. And I was like, holy shit, I'm never going to be good enough. <laughs> I'm not damaged enough. <laughs> and as soon as the psychiatrist showed me, you have depression. I was like, fuck you, yeah, bitch. Okay. <laughs> and two years later, I joined engineering. So that's great, you know. Uh, did not follow through my depression, but sorry. <laughs> when I talk about my depression and stuff, I do a lot of jokes. Uh, be actually, if I talk about anything personal, I do a lot of jokes. So yeah. Uh, all right, I'll take you through my diagnosis. How I got diagnosed. So. Uh, at around 17 years of age, I was, it became really severe, you know, I was losing weight and stuff and couldn't sleep. Oh no, sorry, fuck, no. I slept a lot, slept a lot, uh, didn't eat uh, much, wasn't able to focus, wasn't able to do anything, essentially. So I told my parents and they were like, fuck off, you don't have depression, you lazy fuck. No, <laughs> they were they were they were, they took it much better than I had expected actually. Uh, so kudos to them. Uh, so yeah, so we went to a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist had a talk with talk with me and my parents first. And you know, since I wasn't really open with about a lot of it, it was really uncomfortable. Uh, so he asked my parents to fuck off and to go sit outside. And then we had a conversation where also I didn't open up, but I opened up opened up. A bit more, I guess. Uh, this is all really shitty information. And then he had a chat with my parents. And then I had a bunch of tests. Uh, what tests? Uh, so, you know, the usual thing that they show when they are doing psychiatric tests on TV. Uh, you know, that ink blood test. And um, what else was there? There were a couple of questionnaires, you know, some hundred odd questions. And interviews with the psychiatrist. So this whole thing went for, what, a week, week and a half, two weeks, I guess. 
and yeah they diagnosed me with clinical depression which so clinical depression what is clinical depression let me tell you what is clinical depression all right guy on the third row answer you have, you have been talking a lot answer my question what is clinical depression i don't know i was just try- <laughs> sorry i was just trying to fucking lighten the mood <laughs> oh what they told me was there is a chemical called serotonin which your brain secretes that causes happiness and well-being that was low in my head all right that that's that's what it is that's why i have clinical depression uh and how would you explain what a low serotonin feels like all right okay i got it so for example most of you people when you scroll through instagram and you see a picture or a video of a baby or a dog or a cat or i don't know whatever makes you happy sunsets fucking sunsets right if you look at a picture you be like oh my god he's so cute he's so pretty and you get that feeling of joy i don't get it that's that's essentially it i don't get that burst of joy you know what a lot of women say that right the little things it's the little things that really matter to me yeah i don't give a shit about little things i don't feel anything about the little things i'm the guy if when you're looking at a sunset and you look at me and you're like oh my god isn't that so beautiful i'll look at you and i'll be like the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> i'm that guy um yeah so i don't feel all that shit uh that's a really basic definition or analogy of what a low serotonin feels like so yeah the doctor prescribed me a bunch of medication and uh, therapy you know uh i was not asked to talk to people about it popular to contrary belief all this stuff that people say oh you should tell you by ears and heart are is open for you to talk to me about it i swear you don't want that you don't want to talk to a depressed person and for both your sake and for his or her sake you know why because depression is the state of hopelessness right it's a it's not sadness it's not like your dog died and you're sad and you recover after 3 days it's not like that you can't talk someone out of depression right it's this constant state of hopelessness and what happens in that constant state of hopelessness is a person is trying to or i don't know the person who's ill is he's trying to fucking figure shit out you know he's trying to get some source of he's trying to explain what's going on in his head to someone and it's very difficult because that's one of the worst thing that you can do is ask a depressed person how he feels he's like i don't feel so good because it's so difficult to explain how you're feeling so he's trying to cling on to any kind of hope that is available to him and then you come in striding with your hey hey my ears and eyes are open and i'll be all i'll always be there if you want to talk no you won't do you know how painful it is like because that guy is feeling completely hopeless and he's fucking ping you yeah i feel like killing myself today oh <laughs> yeah you know and you have to fucking guide him through that and doing that on a daily basis takes a fucking toll man it's not it's the kind of thing that ruins relationships right you won't be there for him all the time and what will happen is that guy will start thinking that you abandoned him because you are sick and tired of hearing the shit right so i i completely i have i have been through this 
and I don't blame it on people when they are like, yeah, I can't take this shit, man. I can't take this shit. Yes, you can't. You can't. I can't take this shit. I personally, like, I can't take this hopelessness and stuff. So it's completely unfair for me to shove it all on your head and make it your responsibility to help me out of this, right? I mean, let's be honest. With the with this whole COVID thing, people are not even to able to watch the news seven days straight because of all the death and suffering and all that is there. And you are saying that you're gonna listen, you're going to listen to a sui- listen to the suicidal thoughts of a guy for seven days in a week in a row. No, you'll be like, you know, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> you'll probably join therapy with him. <laughs> you're gonna be therapy buddies. You're fucking bitching to the therapist about each other. <laughs> He fucking talks about killing himself every day. He doesn't even listen to me. And the therapist's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you people? What's wrong with you guys? You're screwed up. <laughs> and that's why there are no fucking depressed anonymous groups, you know, like Alcoholics Anonymous. There's no depressed anonymous groups where depressed people or people in general talk to depressed people. You know what will happen when depressed people come together and talk? Well, first of all, they won't talk. They'll fucking sit in silence because it's too uncomfortable. And if they do talk, you know what they'll do? They'll fucking share their ideas to commit suicide. All right. (laughs) And I know a lot of you people who don't have depression, they'll be like, oh my God, this is so repulsive. So, so reprehensible what he's saying. And a bunch of depressed people listening to this will be like, oh, fucking hilarious. It's so funny because it's true. <laughs> you don't put two people who are feeling utterly hopeless together in a room, right? Or with people who are not feeling hopeless. <laughs> ah. Alright, since we are talking about what depression feels like, let's talk about it, you know. What does depression feels like? Contrary to popular belief, depression is not sadness. Uh, serotonin the thing that I was talking about for me at least I don't feel sad a lot I just don't feel anything especially during the period where it was at peak depression I think 17 till 21 Uh, you just don't feel anything Uh, I was really into music and stuff and you really don't want to do anything anything yeah pretty much you want to go out you don't want to study you don't want to play you don't want to work you don't just you just don't want to do anything it's the word depressed comes from a latin word that means press down so it's not like you're sad sadness and happiness are two different moods and depression is a separate mood it's not something you can talk people out of it's irrational thinking it's connecting two things that are completely unrelated and It's not sadness, you know, and it has a lot of different ways of showing itself. Like for me, what happened with me was was with depression, you either eat a lot or you don't eat at all. I went with not eating at all, at all route. Uh, In terms of sleeping, you either sleep a lot or you don't sleep at all. I slept a lot. I slept for what, 13 to 14 hours a day sometimes. And yeah, your dick doesn't get up (laughs) in some cases. And you know, guys, if you want to quantify the lack of motivation a person has, guys, you would know if your dick doesn't get up, just imagine how unmotivated you are. All right. (laughs) That's, That's a fucking great analogy. 
I didn't reach that phase just to just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> but sometimes it happens. It happens. All right. And the the worst part is that the depression medication also has a side effect of impotency. So fuck fuck that, right? I mean, what what do you want to have suicidal thoughts or do you want your dick to get hard? I don't know. It's fucking such a big decision. <laughs> But yeah, you don't you don't cure depression, you manage it. Uh, uh, so in addition to medication, I was asked to go to therapy. I did therapy for two two and a half years, roughly. And my first therapy session was awesome. It was so shit <laughs> because I'm not I'm not open about talking about this, right? And I'm only doing this now because. You you think that I'm open, but I'm not because I'm sitting alone with in my room, no one else here, with a mic in front of me. That's all. If someone was in front of me, I wouldn't even talk this much. You know, I'm I I don't I don't I don't like to talk about it. But so the, my first therapy session, you would imagine it would be similar. You know, like I was there, I was sitting, uh, and therapists they don't really push you because then you act up it's not good to push the patient who is suffering so she didn't push me and i was just sitting there i was like hey what's up and stuff we talked about general stuff and at the end of the session it was a hour long session uh at the end of the session she was like yeah it'll be thousand bucks and i'm like sorry what she's like thousand bucks i'm like holy shit <laughs> i better start fucking talking and getting to the bottom of this shit <laughs> I'm not spending thousand bucks to do nothing, <laughs> and but that's, by the way, that therapist, great fucking job. You can make some sweet ass money, dude. Like thousand bucks for one hour. Imagine, dude, thousand bucks for one hour. You have four sessions a day, four hours. You get four thousand bucks a day, four thousand bucks five days a week, twenty thousand bucks. One month, you make eighty thousand bucks. For working four hours a day, Saturday, Sunday, holiday, fucking sweet man. That's a sweet ass deal. That's awesome. I don't know why people advertise engineering, doctor, and all those fucking degrees so much, and not a therapist ka degree. Just fucking never get it. I'll never get it. Um, yeah, therapy. Therapy doesn't really help you in uh, curing depression. It's mostly, it's it's just talking. It's about understanding what triggers negative emotions in you, right? Talking about your childhood and stuff, uh, childhood, daily life, whatever you know. So I was asked to keep a mood journal, which is a really gay name for, <laughs> uh, and I'm not saying gay in a homophobic way, by the way. It's just you know, gay, whatever. <laughs> childhood thing. Uh, if mood journals were more ma- had a manly name, uh, more people would probably keep it, you know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I would recommend therapy to everyone. Uh, it really helps you understand what is actually going on in your head. Uh, uh, you would be surprised what is actually going on in your head. Whew. Your head is a weird place when it's not desensitized with all the fucking... Things that are out there, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Hotstar, whatever, you know. Brain is actually fucking weird, man. Fucking crazy. 
once you understand what all is in there you'll be like holy shit how am i not killing people already god damn <laughs> uh yeah so that was yeah i used to keep a mood journal and i used to figure out things that are triggering me along with medication and all and yeah yeah i don't know what it what more to say um if you know someone is depressed the best thing you can do is not talk to him or her right you don't talk to him you take them to a psychiatrist you ask them to go to a psychiatrist because first you don't really know what's going on in their heads when it comes to depression because it's not sadness for sure it's irrational thinking secondly you don't want to create a codependent relationship where if you stop talking to that person they'll end up hurting themselves which is it's a bad thing to have on your conscience and it's bad for your mental health as well so take them to a psychiatrist all right and uh, yeah i'm not on medication anymore i don't do therapy which i think i should but you know whatever again economy is not doing great and <laughs> can't really go out um i don't have it sustained like i had had it before which i'm lucky uh if anything because a lot of people have it sustained and they have to be on constant medication which is a really really not a great thing medication doesn't make you feel great um i get periods of it um every now and then you know sustained week to week periods i have my alarm on for some reason let me close that oh sorry about that um yeah as i was saying i'll get periods of it but there's a lot of other things that go along with depression clinical depression um anxiety attacks panic attacks um that has that to me has become normal not the panic attacks but anxiety i get anxiety for everything these days and you kind of learn to live with it uh, like i i was getting anxiety earlier to record this episode for some reason you can never pinpoint it and that's shitty sometimes i get anxiety to go to work sometimes i get anxiety to go to dates i don't know anxiety to meet friends i don't know it's just fucking weird it's just how your brain works and once you understand that that's what's going to happen it kind of becomes normal and you learn to manage it um yeah that's essentially it you don't cure clinical depression you manage it and just on a side note um I'm I was talking about clinical depression here and I was not talking about you know all the other forms of depression you know seasonal depression post pregnancy depression sometimes you get regular depression because of a bad situation that you're in in your life or a bad place um and you can cure those things well I don't know about the post pregnancy or the seasonal thing but you can c- cure the regular uh life depression thing i don't know what it's called uh regular depression with spirituality and all that stuff that people talk about clinical depression no no you can pray to whoever you want <laughs> you won't get healed man unless you learn to manage it with medication you need medication uh yeah uh it gets crazy sometimes but you know um Yeah, I, I I don't know if this was funny to you guys or whatever, but I just thought I should post it. <laughs> I don't really I don't really like talking about this, but with I thought that this is something I know. Uh 
and I thought that maybe that will help someone. I guess spread some awareness, awareness and shit. I don't know. This is the only thing that I know. All right, I have experienced this. Most of the shit I talk about, I don't have any experience in. But this, I'm a fucking black belt in depression. All right, so fucking I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right. Oh, by the way, if you have any questions, fucking hit me up or whatever about depression or you know. Not about depression, you know, <laughs> just a general shit. Um, all right, I'll fucking see you next time, I guess. Uh, bye. Don't get depressed. As this, as so many people say, well, if you're feeling depressed, why don't you stop feeling depressed and start feeling happy again? And on that beautiful note, ladies and gentlemen, see ya. <laughs>